You know, I look over at the gentleman off to my right, and it's been since 1977 was the last time I saw him. I was doing CBS uh, Television Sports, and I did one of the games, I believe it was on July 4th in Seattle, that was the farewell tour for Pele as he was going around the North American Soccer League. Pele, good to see you again, my friend. Thank you very much, Ron. It's a pleasure to me to be here with you. Then I am here to talk about soccer and to tell the people to keep the ball rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you back to that day in 1977, because what I remember the most is after the ball game was over with, you went around the field, of course. You took off your jersey, jersey which you traditionally do, and I think you shared it with one of the team uh, players from the Seattle Sounder Club. Mm-hmm. But I remember uh, on the sideline as I watched you go around that stadium, and watching the people in the stadium, the energy that came out of that stadium. Now, you've got to realize, back in the 70s, uh, America, soccer to them was almost a foreign sport in a sense. They couldn't relate to it uh, that well. But yet there was a love for Pele, love for an athlete maybe they did not know personally. What was it about the Pele phenomena? Why has that always been the case? Listen, uh, I think I have to thanks God, because uh, the people, they love Pele. They, I don't know why. I know just because uh, one thing I respect people. I try to to be in good uh, condition always to give my best to the the, 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 the the people when they when they come to the field. Then, but beside that, as you mentioned that in '77, uh, where Cosmo was the big team and then won the championship, I think that time was you know the most important moment in my life. Because I came here, the people in the United States, they, they knew soccer, but they don't know soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every family, you know, talk about soccer. And then, in that time, Cosmos, you know, become a big team. But the Liga fell down. But until now, the kids, you know, who that time, they should have eight years, nine years old, all those kids today, they love Pelé, you know, they talk uh, about Pelé. This was the biggest gift who I got. You know, this energy is very hard to explain why. The only important for me is I respect people and they respect me. We are together. And today, you see, in the United States, we have more than 20 million kids who are involved in soccer, who play soccer. This is a phenomenal. Have you ever wondered why Pele was picked to be the ambassador of the sport and to be the man that everybody turns to? And when they talk about soccer around the world, you are the yardstick by which people, uh, other players, and, and the standard of excellence that is uh, measured, the Pele standard in a sense? I think because I started to play very young with the Brazilian team, you know, my, my first World Cup, I was 17 years old in Sweden, and Brazil won this World Cup. I was, you know very young and then since at that time you know i travel all over the world as ambassador of soccer and then i think i met different philosophy of life i met different people and those people get together with Pele. and besides that i have luck because soccer is the biggest sport in the world uh, is the biggest you uh, know uh, sport in, 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 in popular in the world this making me feel you know, making me be well-known all over the world. And then also, I have a very easy name. 
It's very easy to remember, you know. Any kind of country, any kind of language can mention Pelé or Pelé or Pelé. This, I think, is important. This was very important in my life. I think this is the reason why, you know, today everybody knows Pelé. One of the other things that I found interesting about you and your life is that you've worn the mantle of being a role model around the world very comfortably. You have a nice, easy way about you, you have a smile, and yet I know what it's like for professional athletes, athletes in general, the demands upon them, but yet you've always been very gracious and very, very easy to, to take on that role. Is that something that comes from back a, as a child, or did you just realize at a very early age, these are going to be the demands, this is what I am, this is what I'm going to have to do? Uh, Ron, I think I have a, I have a, a two aspects to, to analyze this situation. First of all, because uh, I I love people, I respect people. You know, I I like to talk with the people. The second one, the comparison who I do with the other stars, you know, or, or other celebrity, a lot of stars they become well known, they become famous after they have their personality done. For example, I start. Very young. My first professional game with Santos in São Paulo. I was 15 to 16 years old. Then my personality was done with all those, you know, promotion, all those, you know, traveling. Then I didn't have nothing to change. This is my life, you know, to to talk with the people, to be with the people. I I I don't feel badly. Some stars. They become famous after they have a 23, 24 years old, or musician. And then they want to change their personality. They don't accept. This, I think, is the conflict between the other people. This is my life. I, I, you know, I, I like people. I don't, I don't mind to talk with people. One thing that I realize with a national show like this is that uh, when I hear from the fans around the country about football, basketball or baseball players, they don't truly understand the pressures that these professional athletes are under. I've often said, how would you like to have your life evaluated on a moment-to-moment basis by the fans, by the management, by the media? And I'm just wondering, while that would be a standard within uh, one country, within one team, within one sport, Pele had to live up to a standard Worldwide, I mean, it was the pressure must have been uh, amazing, but yet it never did it ever get to the point that it was awfully hard that the expectations of Pele were just too great that you would never be able to live to those expectations. No, uh, of course, sometime, sometime you you lose your private. You know? Then some place where you go, they they are more crazy for soccer for sport than the other place. But I I think. Uh, when you 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 have a you know religion base, when you have a family base, you know because my family is very well known uh, together. I am a very very uh, religious, you know. I trust God. I know with the money who I get, with the famous who I am, with the big names of Pele all over the world. I know I'm gonna die one day. I'm gonna be equal, everyone. Then I think this makes me feel very comfortable. Uh, if I am too tired, if I am very, very, very tired, then I stay home or I go fishing or I get the guitar, 
I play guitar, I pass my time. Then when I go outside, I'll be okay. I respect people. <laughs> I, think, I think this is my philosophy of life. Yeah, one of the things that I love hearing you talk like this is that you bring sports down to a human level, and I think we need to have more of that around the world, and particularly in the United States. When you came to the United States to play with the North American Soccer League, uh, there was uh, some people that said you came as a mercenary, that you were getting a large salary. But uh, in talking to you, I remember a conversation that you and I had, and you said that you loved the game, that you could not worry about what everybody else said. And I thought that that was awfully insightful on your part. Did you actually throw away that type of criticism and just say, hey, soccer is my life and soccer is the game I love? Uh, you know, uh, when we talk about money, today is, is very, you know, uh, very hard to talk about money in the sport because... Uh, today is a little different from when I came in here. I used to to say to the people, I never play because I want to to make money. Of course, I come to the United States, I come to promote soccer. I get a nice salary by Warner Communication because Cosmo belongs to Warner, and then now is the time of life Warner. You know? But I came because I have a, you know one challenge you know, to make bigger the soccer in the United States because. I could play in Europe and Italy and France. They they offer to me more money than what I get here. And besides that, I come to play in Cosmos. Was the team was not too big. We have a hard time in the first you know, first league. We lose game. You know my reputation. <laughs> All everything you know I have to. Put. Then the people don't realize. For example, to talk about make money in the spot. If I use my name to do publicity for cigars or for uh, drinks, for beer. I make a lot of money, but I never use that. I never make publicity for that because I, I know it's not good for the kids, not good for the sport. Then I respect who drinks, I respect who smoke, but I don't do. I don't want to make money there. That is, is the, the biggest difference. Pele has joined us and you this hour. We continue across the country and around the world on America's sports talk show, Sports Byline USA. Pele has joined us and you this hour on Sports Byline. When you came to the United States to play with the North American Soccer League, uh, there was uh, some people that said you came as a mercenary, that you were getting a large salary. Did you actually throw away that type of criticism and just say, hey, soccer is my life and soccer is the game I love? For example, today, you see the players, you know, what they get, you know, what the money they get now with all the sponsors, with all the TV commercials. <laughs> they make a lot of money. The tennis players, they make money only to participate in the tournament. They don't need to win. They have their own money. You see now the soccer players to play in Italy, to play in Spain, to play in France, they get a $10 million, $8 million, $5 million. You know, I, I never worry about that. Always I want to play to give my best to the public. If I come to the field, I want to be, you know, in good shape. I want to give a spectacle. I want to, to win the game. That was my philosophy of life. And, uh, you know, some people doesn't understand that. But this is my way to live. Tell everybody around the country how big the World Cup actually is, because I don't think in this country we have a full appreciation. I grew up in Europe, so I was familiar with soccer at a very young age, but put it into perspective from your view. Listen, uh, the people, uh, sometimes they don't understand uh, uh, really what means World Cup, because uh, 
they think they they think about you know, the local you know uh, tournament, and they forget about the, the the put the world together because the World Cup is means to get you know 155 or 156 country to participate in one tournament. Then uh, just a joke here, I'm gonna say because sometimes <laughs> I tease. I have a lot of friends in New York. They are baseball fans. And then when they play the, 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 the final in baseball, they say the World Series of baseball, they play only with the American team. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing <laughs> world about it, is no, it? Exactly. Then sometimes I tease them. I say, no, World Cup is different. And you see now we have the World Cup in, in, in the United States. It's a very important to the people, very important to the country. Business-wise, it's very important because the large amount of you know, business you can do you bring, you know, a lot of business for the, for the country. This is very important, and then the people should be aware on that. And then the American people always they are in big, you know, big events. And this World Cup is the biggest event, sport of the world. Then this means a lot for American too. Yeah, I think if you took the World Series, the NBA championship, the World Series, and the Super Bowl, and uh, put it all together, then you're really talking about uh, something like an event like the World Cup. Oh, yeah, no doubt. If you put the balls together, you know, I think it is, is not the half of the World Cup. <laughs> no no doubt about it. Then it's, it's important to the, the people who you know love sport. doesn't matter what kind of sport. Now we talk about soccer. But the people who love sport is very important. One quick question before I go. How does Pele's son become a goaltender in soccer? How did you ever let that happen? <laughs> Listen, it's very, very difficult for me, very hard to tell you, but, uh, you know, I could not change his mind. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I, I, I tried, because he was a good uh, midfield. He was a very good midfielder. He used to play in college in, in, in New York. Then he started to play basketball, and then they went to Brazil. He, you know, played a goalkeeper that he signed with Santos. Then I used to tell him, listen, 25 years your father make the goaler suffer. You know, I score a lot of goals. Now you're going to take goals. Don't do that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to be compared, you know, the pressure. I think maybe this was the, the main reason. That's a very good uh, point. Next time we get together, I want to ask you about that type of pressure. But I promise the fans around the country, I'll let them talk to you. Seattle, Pete, go ahead. You're first up with Pele. Yes, good evening, Ron. And uh, Mr. Pele, is it? Yes, my pleasure. All right, great. Uh, you know, I, I only caught the tail end of your discussion, but I was kind of curious, so what do you do with your time now? Oh, uh, of course, I have a, you know, a lot of things to do. And uh, I still stay with uh, Warner Communications, the, 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 the Warner of Cosmos, no? Now is the time in life. I have a contract with them for six months I spend in New York, in the United States. I do promotion, you know, we have a soccer clinic of American in, in New York with the kids. And then six months, I stay in uh, Brazil, in South America. And uh, sometime, I spend one month in Europe with FIFA, because we have a program there. I am a director of the Fair Play, the, the soccer uh, youngs. This means, you know, play fair. And then I become... In, uh, with the FIFA in this program too, and uh, besides that, I do a lot of uh, commercials in Brazil. I have a radio station too, 
you know? <laughs> uh, radio station in Santos, São Paulo, where I, you know, I run there. Others, the uh, business I do. But uh, my main thing is involved with, uh, with soccer. Well, I'll tell you, no free time on your hands. Richmond, Virginia. Bob, go ahead. Yes, I was wondering what, um, by the way, good evening. I was wondering um, what your what opinion is of indoor soccer league, and I think they have something instituted where they have a uh, different well, point values on different areas. Right. Let me get a let me get a response because I got a lot of people. What about indoor soccer? How do you view that? Uh, I think is uh, today, you know, in the big cities like the uh, uh, United States, like New York, for example, in in Europe, you no, know, you didn't have to to much space to to play like Africa they have space to to play uh, soccer i think indoor is very very important we uh, play a lot of indoor soccer in brazil uh, by the way i play indoor soccer too when i start to play my 14 15 years old i play uh, indoor soccer we have now two kind of indoor we have one is the one we play here in the united states with the wall and then they have another, another they call futsal, is indoor with the lines, the ball go go off. But I think this is a very, very important. I think it's a, make the kids, make the player become very skillful. You know, is a good. Okay, Charlotte, North Carolina, Fernando. Hey, good evening. Um, I have a couple of comments. Uh, well, I'll tell you Pelé. what. Just ask a question, Fernando, because I got a lot of people. Good enough. Uh, Pelé, I have a brother. Uh, who's getting an opportunity, a tryout with uh, Nacional of Uruguay uh, this coming month. Uh, I want you to tell me, um, so that I can pass to him some advice you might give him as a, as a 17-year-old trying on a team like that. And my question is, how can we popularize soccer uh, better for the people of the United States? Uh, us from around the world understand soccer. How do we make it better for the people of the United States? Two questions, please. Okay. Uh, I think he, your brother, you know, he's in a very good school because uh, Uruguay is one of the best schools. Uruguay, they are very strong in soccer. He started very well. I think it's good he stayed there. Um, uh, nothing against. Uh, about the soccer in the United States, I think soccer is a reality here. Of course, the people uh, don't know well because you don't have, we don't have a strong league. Because uh, if you uh, know, we, play, we have more than 20 million kids who play soccer in the United States. This is a reality here. Uh, now, to become well-known, I think we need a strong league. Okay, Richard, you're in Wheeling, West Virginia. Nice to have you with us on Sports Byline with Pele. Hello, Pele. I'm last guy just asked my question, so I'll just ask you <laughs> this other one that I was going to ask. In other sports like baseball, basketball, Good question. Uh, yeah, the, then when when you you talk about in the United States, yes. But anyway, you have some name you know, like Maradona, like Beckenbauer, you know, like uh, Cruyff, you know, Bob Sharton, and George Best. I know the American people know those names. You know, also we have uh, you know some American players who play you know, well known here. By the way, uh, if you mention, if you think in that. It's okay, 
But if you see an American you know, football players, if you go to Italy, to Brazil, to England, you ask some name of baseball players who be who is a big name here, they don't know that. <laughs> It's the same, you know, the American, uh, it's a different when you stay in a country where they have their own sport, you, you have big names. But anyway, I think in the future, no doubt, sports, soccer, going to be part of the American family. Then everybody will know big names here, too. Okay, Mickey, your turn. Uh, how's it going, Pele? Good. I want to ask you, uh, why, what do you think the most single most important reason why there hasn't been a successful professional soccer league in the U.S., even though, like you said earlier, it's played by over 20 million. Yeah, that, that's a good question, Mickey. I, I don't know why it has not caught on. Of course, the NASL, as you know, in the 70s, seemed like it was on the way. What, what's happened to professional soccer in this country? Well, I think the, 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 the big mistake from the league, uh, from the, the, the people who run the league in 74, 75, 77, where they have the big boom, you know, where we used to get a nice crowd. Just for example, we used to get median 20,000 20, uh, uh, fans. This is very good and median for the tournament. Cosmos used to have a median 45 because we have a 62,000 every game, 45, 72. Uh, we, we, we fooled the giant stage. I think the biggest mistake from the league was, first of all, they didn't make a deal with the TV because I don't I don't understand any sport in the United States without support of the media of TV then they 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 I think this was very 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 big mistake the second mistake was when do we have the good league we have a 12 franchise then they put 12 more they 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 blow expanded up expanded for yeah. 24 franchise then become very difficult, you know, long traveling. The team become weak. Then they lose their power. The, these two mistakes, I think, was the, the 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 main reason why the Liga doesn't, you know, go. But uh, as I I told before, they get this experience. After the World Cup, they start with the new league. I think they gonna you know resolve this problem. Of all the things that you've accomplished in sport over the years, Pele. What is the one that means the most to you? Listen, I think uh, maybe in general I can tell you the means the most important for me was the opportunity who soccer gave to me to make friends all over the world and to get my door open all over the world. I am, I think, one of the few people who can can say, "Listen, where I go, I have a job." <laughs> An outstanding athlete, but more importantly, a world-class gentleman as well. Pele, thank you for spending some time, and I appreciate it. Take care of yourself, okay? Thank you very much. And to the American people who I know, I get all the love. Keep the ball rolling. Pele with us and you this hour on Sports Byline as we continue across the country and around the world on the Armed Forces Radio Network on Sports Byline USA.